Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Black Klansman. I watched the second half of Black Klansman. And this is the other half. Mike. Ethan. So. Yeah. I'm glad you could join me for the Spike Lee joint. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Yeah. It's such a relief. It's such a relief. It's a relief to be over with watching all of these yes. Oscar movies one after the other. You know what the thing is? Picture. Is they're all kind of long. All, uh, well, yeah. This all movie of, I think was the same length as the one we watched last time. Yep. Star Wars. And born. even I think all of them are over two, like two hours and fifteen minutes. A little over it's two like, hours. Like, hey, you know what? We got some shit to say. And you yeah. got to get that. O- no one's gonna look at you if for an Oscar nom unless you're an animated movie. Mm. If you're not. Over two hours. That's I true. I think because otherwise you got nothing to say. Yeah. Like, what, what can you put in an hour and a half long movie? <laughs> Brevity is a solo wit. I don't fucking think so, Mr. Uh, Shakespeare. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all pretty long. Um, and most of them are god awful. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. I was very happy to watch this mm-hmm. movie. I actually really enjoyed this movie. And it was kind I, of a relief. I liked most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked most of it. There was parts... I did not like, which I will get into. Of course, but for the most part, I did. I did enjoy this movie. It was, yeah. I, I. This was one of the few movies we saw this, these couple of months where I'm like, I can see why this got nominated. You know what's interesting? I feel like the better movies that got nominated are ones that came out a while ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, both these movies are out for people to watch. That's how we yeah, watch them. Exactly. We didn't watch. You don't have to go to theaters. You don't have theaters. to go outside. You don't have to put pants on. You can watch it with no pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when this Black movie got released, pants man. <laughs> yeah, this movie got released quite a while ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a favorite got released kind of recently, but yeah, yeah, um, sure. yeah. I feel like some of the bad ones, I guess, got released kind of late in the game, and then they're they just were like, "Oh, we'll they were like, got to put those in." Yeah. yeah, I don't know, maybe, but I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this one quite a bit. I was, it was kind of a relief watching this movie. Yeah, it was nice to see a movie with some like gravitas. The last one had the same thing where it's like shots had like weight to it, characters had like yeah. something going on, and this movie had. Obviously, it's a Spike Lee movie. It had something to say. Yeah. Um, but um, it was, it said it in a clever way. And I, I was watching this movie and I, I, I was like, I feel like there's similarities between this movie and Vice specifically, as far as like both are biopics, mm-hmm. kind of. Both are based on things that happen in quotes. Yeah. But both are also wildly historically inaccurate. Yeah. That's um, true. But I feel like this one uses its historical inaccuracy to its strong suit, and it almost kind of comments on it. Yeah. I'm very curious to talk about that with oh, you. Oh, interesting. Um, um, I will say, I think there is... I have some issues with this movie, because I think it's trying to say something, but then sometimes it screams at you in oh, kind of yeah. a very obvious, like, non-subtle way. Like, it's a lot of the things are you can pick up on pretty simple, just uh-huh. because of the nature of the story. Yeah. But then there are times where it's literally like almost to the point of they might as well just looked at the camera and winked at the audience. Yeah. To the yeah, point yeah. of like, you know what I'm talking about. And it, I'll get to some of those. I can't wait to hear them. Because so, it tells them I have to. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, let's start this off. And the first thing is Focus Picture shows up and I'm like, wow, a Comcast movie? You already <laughs> got to start winning me over. <laughs> Because I hate Comcast, so that's why not a good thing you, to talk. Why do you hate Comcast? 
What? That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> the Comcast the podcast. The Comcast cast. Oh, I love this idea. Yeah, we'll just rant about how just, bad Comcast is. It's mostly just you telling me how awful they are. I mean, you could... You, all you internet know. providers are pretty terrible. I don't think there's a good one out no, there. No, but Comcast is one of the bigger ones. Oh, okay. So I feel like it's easier to shit on them. Yeah. Because <laughs> the bigger ones are the ones who are the most... Uh, uh, more like Concast. <laughs> more like... Because uh, con job. <laughs> more like Lobbycast. <laughs> and they probably have the most money because they're the biggest. Anyway, yep. these... Anyway, so I just said I already hate this movie <laughs> because of the because focus. Of that. I was unaware that Focus was owned by Comcast. That's interesting. Yeah, they, that's interesting that they put that on the front. Uh, that's logo something now. that they're yeah that they're like advertising. Someone Comcast was like, "No, we own you. This feels. We, we got to yeah. get some good PR. That that that's a good movie." Yeah, put it, yeah. Put it under Let's focus. put it on there. Yeah. Put it on under focus. People love the films, the flicks. Yeah, I like quite a lot of focus fit pictures. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. So now you like Com- Comcast now Com- by default. No. <laughs> That's how it works, buddy. I've been Comcast. Yeah. <laughs> Conned again. Yeah. All right, so then we got this full uh, screenshot of a civil war happening, mm. and it's like, this is bad. I don't know. It kind of didn't really seem to play anything, but then it seemed to show... Alec Baldwin appeared. Okay. And he plays... Oh, Donald shit. Trump. No. <laughs> might as well have. Was it... Okay, so this this was like a, the actual Civil War that they're showing? This isn't like no, a reenactment? No, it's reenactment. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, hold on. I'm, I know. I got to look this guy's name up because I'm just going to... I'm going to feel bad if I mess it up because so I feel like it's important. Alec, a general in the Civil War. No, no. Alec Baldwin comes in the... Fu- he's in the, not in the future, but he's like a modern person now. Oh, okay. And he's playing Dr. Kennebrew... Beauregard. Does he ever come into play later? I've never seen Alec Baldwin. Cool, great. All right. Well, never mind. I thought this might have been important, so that's why I brought it up. That's fine. Um, Maybe it is. Basically, he's just talking about how, like, he's just like, black people, they're integrating now. What a horrible thing because of uh, Little Rock Nine High School and events and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, now white people have to be with an inferior race. It's just overtly racist shit. Right, right. On the screen, just, just, you know, white man saying this stuff, and it's just like, I, I don't. I don't 100% know what the purpose of this is, but all right, we'll, we'll go with it. Maybe it is thematically important. Is it? It is. Okay. I promise you this. Okay. So then um, we got a Spike Lee logo that says, this this joint based on some real, real shit. Right. And stuff is like, they, they blur out shit for some reason. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. They don't blur it out, but they put the little star. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder why they did that. He's got his own style, man. Let him do his thing. <laughs> he um, does have a style. He does have a style. The title being Black extra k clansman that's true yeah. that shows you enough right there <laughs> um anyway so we got a shot of the colorado police force and they got a new hiring sign that says minorities encouraged to apply and you see our our uh, hero uh mm-hmm. ron ron mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then uh ron and you know who who he is the actor i actually don't okay so that's denzel washington's son really mm-hmm. okay and denzel washington as we already know has worked with spike lee quite a bit in the past so, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of his acting. He is one of the worst actors I've ever seen. And he's, it's a real it's shame. It's a real shame. Like, I didn't... Uh, yeah. He's, he's not good. Like, he's, everyone else's movies, great. He's and then, not even the worst that I've... Sorry. I think I said he's the worst, worst I've ever worst seen. Worst is very strong. Worst is a very strong... We've seen word. a lot of bad movies, Mike. Yes. No. He's is, not the worst. Okay. Um, He's just not good at being dramatic or intense. He's no. He's really he, good at being, like like laid back and funny i think he's a very charming guy in this yeah. movie but like the minute he has to be intense or like angry just, it, it just does doesn't not feel real and it's a shame it is a shame um but i'm glad you, i'm glad you felt the same way yeah um anyway he gets interviewed by the police force chief mm-hmm. and some random guy but the random guy i don't know his name because i don't think he appears again 
but it's um, the guy from The Wire. He doesn't appear again. Clay, Clay Davis, our favorite. She. She. <laughs> so then they ask him, like, uh, you know, they're asking all these questions, and he's like, okay, so you you didn't get drafted for the war. And he's like, oh, you know, I had, I had to do work or something like that. So he wasn't a draft dodger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, um, how do you get along with people generally? Sir, they treat me right. I treat them right. Like I said before, I was raised up the right way. So I mean, I, have you ever had any negative? What would you do if another cop called you a nigger or worse? Would that happen, sir? She like <laughs> the other guy taps his taps his hand on his leg to be like, "Don't stop s- referencing, stop, stop referencing the, the wire, wire. <laughs> please." And I'm just like, mm. <laughs> he can't even just be in the movie and just do the thing. Nope. Like if you go to his Twitter, I know that that That's that his guy thing. He's, his thing is saying that. But like, in fact, we have, have a poster. There's a poster on, on my wall that says "She." <laughs> yeah. So you think I would like this? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't like being pandered to. All right, <laughs> you know, I could like a movie on its merits. Yeah. even the fact. Even though it's owned by Comcast Company, That's I true. can like it regardless. So already this movie is off on a bad foot. It's with just you. it's got a bad bad start. Yeah, yeah, bad yeah. start. Um, he's like, no, I I would go ahead and be, you know, I'll take it if I have to. He's like, cool. Well, there's ever been a black cop in the police force, so it's gonna be like a Jackie Robinson story where, and you saw how that turned out. And he's like, yeah, I know how that happened and how he had to <laughs> face a bunch movie. of stuff. Yeah, I watched for, was it forty nine? I remember. That. I believe it was. 32. Was it forty two? I don't remember. It was the number? Oh, I feel bad. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, <laughs> baseball movie number. Um, <laughs> anyway, he he um, so he comes in right away. His first day on the job, he's working uh, at the uh, evidence section. Uh-huh. First thing is all these people just call him, calling everyone Toad. And like, I'm gonna get this Toad out here, and I want to get a picture of him or whatever. Forty one. No, forty two. Forty two. It was forty two. Okay. Oh man, the answer to life, the universe, and everything. There you go. All right um sorry anyway so then he's immediately he's like i want to be an undercover cop and he's like you just got here rookie like why do you want to be an undercover cop he's like i think i can do a lot of good and he's like all right whatever well for now you're gonna have to stay in records mm. um he gets a phone call chief changes his mind he's like bring some street clothes and report to a narcotics division mm. and he goes in and he's late and he sees the chief and adam driver and steve buscemi who are both undercover cops steve buscemi steve buscemi I did not know Steve Buscemi was in this movie. Really? He doesn't appear again? He might, and he's just, like, is a person that let I was me, not aware of. Let me double 100% check that Steve Buscemi... <laughs> I don't not, know who it is! And I'm not... And I'm not... He's just an ugly man. Oh, no. <laughs> is it? Oh, no. Is it? Is not oh, Steve no. Buscemi, is it? Oh, you no. piece of shit! He's not in the movie, is hold he? Hold on, hold on. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's his Michael brother! Buscemi. It's his brother! Okay! Okay! It's a brother?! <laughs> I feel better. <laughs> Holy shit. You should. It's not Steve Buscemi. <laughs> but he has those distinct features. <laughs> those those blue he eyes. He has those, those sunken blue eyes. Holy shit. Okay, I'm looking at a picture of him in Shadow and he kind of looks like Steve Buscemi, but he's clearly not Steve Buscemi. So and we're both kind of right. <laughs> I'm more right. I mean, yes, you're more right as in it's not him. <laughs> Pretty close, though. <laughs> Oh, Michael Buscemi. Well, I was like, he's, I, you know, honestly, I was watching him like, he's not doing as good a job as he normally does. <laughs> <laughs> kind of phoning this one in. <laughs> it's Steve Almost like you got a stand in. It's like, yeah, what almost, are you? <laughs> almost like you couldn't afford, you, you could get uh, 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 one of the Belushis. So yeah. you got the other one. <laughs> it's like, oh, we want Tom Hanks for this. We're going to get your brother in, um, I can't remember his name, you Kevin. Don't know his name. Kevin, Kevin Hanks? Yeah. I don't know. The one who does all the, all his voices oh. for, toy, for uh, Woody for Toy Story. More like we couldn't get Tom Hanks. Let's get his son. 
But Colin, Colin Hanks, Hanks is actually like I don't know. Yeah, he's, more not, known. he's no Tom Hanks. No, but he's a more well known actor That's at true. least. That's true. Um, I was watching a reality TV show and he was one of the guest judges for America, and I was like, all right, he could represent America, I guess. That's he's fine. Cute. Yeah, he's, he's fine. They both have played uh, 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 Mr. Rogers at this point. Oh yeah, because Colin Hanks played Mr. Rogers in Trunk History. Oh, he did. Uh huh. Ah. Yeah. When, when is he going to play uh, Walt Disney? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh man, he would look. He would be a good Walt. Disney. He'd be all right. He could handle it. Anyway, I think. all right. So, um, back to this plot of this movie without Steve Buscemi. Uh huh. I'm gonna keep calling him that anyway. That's fine. I don't. He doesn't play much of a role in the okay, last cool. half of the film. <gasps> yeah, he doesn't do anything actually. <laughs> so I think, now I'm looking at the plot. Um. Anyway, there. Um. Uh, one of uh, what's his name? Some. Oh, let me look up his name. Who? Is it a bad guy? No, he's not a bad guy. Who is it? Um, Adam Driver? Quam Tour, who is a, uh, was in the Black Panthers, maybe, potentially, uh-huh. is going to give a speech at a university. Oh, okay. And they want him to go undercover to get make sure he's not inciting violence, I guess. Okay. And uh, report it. back on it to make sure, you know, he's not going to rile up. Oh, this is all... where he meets Patrice. Yes. I see. So um, he's like, okay, I could do that. He's like, so dress up in street clothes and go. And so he goes, and he comes up to... Um, Patrice, Patrice. Who introduced very did soon. Did you recognize her? I did not. Did you see uh, Spider-Man Homecoming? Yes. She was the lady from that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How'd just... you like her in this movie? I thought she was good. I've seen her in both these movies, and I'm not a big fan of her really? as an actor. I, I think she's good. She's not like amazing, but yeah. she, she. I think she she's holds. Fine. Like, she just is better than uh, uh, her co-actor. I don't remember his name. What are you talking about? The main guy. Oh, the Ron. main guy. Well, yeah, but it's the problem when they're two, when they're both together. I'm like, oh, these characters have like a lot emotionally going on, and like, there's like, it, it's just no there. chemistry between them. Barely any. Kind of sucks. It kind of sucks. Um. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he meets her with her, and is like, hey, um, what's up, sister? And it kind of like he kind of feels like he's like not. I don't know this guy's backstory, mm. but it, it makes it seem like he's not really comfortable. Yeah, like he's just like I don't know any of this stuff. Like I'm, I'm just a dude and I'm doing my job, sort of thing. Right, right, right. Um, he's not really there for the cause. No, he's not really there for the cause. Yeah. And she's like, oh, cool. Uh, well, you know, I'm the president of this, and this is how I got it. And he's, she's like, can I cut? And he's, she's like, no, you got to go back in the line. He's like, okay, cool, whatever. So then they go and they have this whole speech, and the um guy does this whole amazing speech about like you know how black people have to stick together and um i think the thing that was kind of riled people up um this was actually like a really good speech i think he did a really good job doing this Mm -hmm. um but there's like a weird audio mix of like i feel like all the background foley in this movie is really bad Mm -hmm. like all they add in words and it's clearly just people talking into a microphone yeah and and it doesn't sound like there's no effects it just sounds like they just put these in different parts of your earphones or whatever to make it sound real. And but it's just, very clear. It's just very clear. And it doesn't have any like room tone mm-hmm. to it at all. And it's like, it's almost like these words are important and you have to hear them as right. opposed to feeling they're like they're clear because you can hear them. That was weird. It didn't, there's stuff because the actual like speech was really good. good. Yeah. yeah. And the way it was shot was cool. Yeah. Um, they had this thing where all the people's faces were kind of like, obviously they're in like a auditorium and they're like, you know, stacks and stacks of people, but they have, all of them shown just on their own and kind of like this black background. So you just see these faces just kind of looking up and being amazed by this, and like being inspired by the speech. Right, right, right. That's really cool. And I thought it was really cool. I'm all done. Does the um, inside violence? Um, here's the thing. Almost. Not really. Not <laughs> okay. really. All right. He does say he thinks the war in Vietnam is illegal and wrong. Mm-hmm. And he says he would rather see a black person kill a cop than someone kill a Viet Cong. Oh. So... That was kind of a weird thing. But that's to not say. really inciting. No, violence. it's not inciting violence, yeah. but it's it made the the 
he has a wire on, so uh, the cops, the white cops, hear it and they're like looking they at each other, like, out. Mm, okay, they're not really flipping out. They're oh, just okay, like, but they're mm. like, all right, it's starting to get close. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, but anyway, right. so then he goes and he says, "Oh, that was a great speech," and he's like, "Do you really think there'll be like a race war?" And uh, Kwame says, "Like, uh, pick up a gun and arm yourself, because." you know, it's going to happen or something. He implies like, oh, it's going to happen. Something's going to happen to you. And so the uh, police chief is like, I don't like, do you think he was doing anything bad? And it's like, uh, I don't know. Oh, sorry. I skipped a huge important part. Sorry, so boy. Uh, he leaves and then talks to um, Patricia. That's not her name. Oh God. What is it? Patrice. Oh, all right. You're right. <laughs> I got the P. I got the P in there. That's right. Patrice <laughs> yeah. then says, uh, he's like, hey, what are you doing after this? He's like, oh, I got to make sure he gets home. Uh, he's like, and she, he's like, oh, that's a bummer. She's like, well, I can meet you at this bar and we can maybe hang out. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So he waits at the bar and she comes up and she's all flustered and she's like, you won't believe what happened to me. Some pigs pulled me over. And then there's like this one guy. I don't know if you've seen him before. He this guy comes with to play gro- later. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I don't know his name. Uh, Landry, has, I think his name sure, is. Sure. He has his, his greasy, grease back hair. Yeah. And he's just like, he's just clearly a racist he, guy. He looks like Willem Dafoe kind of. Yeah. yeah. Somehow gross. Landry. Like worse. He looks worse. He looks awful. Yeah. yeah they get a good casting for him. Anyway, um, he, he pulls him over and is just mean to him and just saying like racist stuff. He's like, wow, you better get him back to his country or whatever, like before this. Mm-hmm. And then he just grabs her butt and then yeah. everyone's like freaking out, just basically trying to incite them to attack him so he can attack them. Right, exactly. Sort of thing. And it's just like awful. And then he's like, did you get their names at all? And she's like, no, I, I should have, but I didn't. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever, let's go dance. And then they dance for a while and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so the police, the chief is like, do you think it was going to do a race war? Even though he said this, it's like, no, I think it was docile. And the two white cops also confirm. It's like, yeah, they're just talking and doing their own thing. Mm. Um, so the chief's like, fine, you get transferred to intelligence, which is like a rank up. So he has to do stuff. And so this is kind of a weird, uh, weird thing is he sees a KKK ad in the paper. Mm. He's just like, I'm going to call it. And oh. I, I just don't feel like, I think the thing is, is I just don't feel like, I know this character. Yeah. Like, he just kind of does stuff. Yes. But I, I don't know if I can really relate to why he's doing it. He right. just does it because it makes the plot go. Yeah. Which is kind of my biggest problem with this movie. I, I feel like, I don't know. I think, because it's all the pieces are there. Like, he wanted to work undercover, didn't work yeah. out really. He is working undercover, but all he's doing is, like, not like nothing interesting. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, I have an idea. Like, that. there's pieces that could line up. There, Yeah. But I think maybe with a little bit of a tighter script and maybe with a stronger actor, yeah. it could have been a bit clearer as to what he was thinking. It's true. Yeah. Because he just seemed to just do it. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. like, okay, I'll call this. And then he's just like, oh. Like on a whim. Yeah. And then he calls and is like, they call back and they're like, oh, yes, we, you want to inquire? He's like, I want to join because I hate black people. And he just hops off racial epithets. And everyone in the police station looks at him and is quiet and is like, okay. Mm. He's like, what's your name? And he's like, um, Ron. My name is Ron. He just gives his own he just name. Just gives it Ron Stallworth. Yeah. He just gives his name. And Which all, is important. All, and all the cops, very important. All yeah. the cops look at him and are like, did you just give your real name? And he's like, <laughs> oh, shit. He's <laughs> like, that's a rookie for you. Have fun with that one. <laughs> um, so then it's like, oh, he wants to meet with us. And he talks to the lieutenant. And the lieutenant's like, um, how are we going to do this? He's like, well, we'll get a, we'll get a, the right cop to go, and he'll play me as the white guy, and I'm just like, I don't know, <laughs> like I know this is a true story, but it isn't that true. It isn't that true. No, like, like the Adam Driver character really isn't 
a real person. Really? Yeah. So what did he do? Did he just dress up himself? I think, well, I don't think, I think that they got like a white guy, but I don't think like it was as close of a relationship as Adam Driver's character oh, was. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, what were you going to say though? I was going to say like, just as as this goes on, the scheme goes on, as yeah. we know the plot is he's going to now have a white guy, Adam Driver, mm-hmm. pretend to be him. Right. It's just like, why does Adam Driver just kind of take over after a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then he guides the invest, not not Adam Driver, but um, Ron guides the investigation. What's Adam Driver's character name? Do you know? <sighs> Philip. Philip, yeah. Yeah, Philip. Okay. Because the problem with this movie is that the, people refer to Adam Driver's character as Ron, but I can't refer to him as Ron because oh, yeah. his name is not Ron. No. So We're I, just going to call him Adam Driver. Okay, that's fine. It's fine by me. All and right. Ron is actual Ron. Right, right, exactly. Um. Anyway. So but, you're just like, this feels it a little just, bit... It, it just... Like, if it weren't true, I wouldn't buy it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure this happened. Something it, like this happened. Yeah. And I get kind of why, like, obviously... Adam Driver's character doesn't really care that much mm. to like really he's just like I'm just doing a job he just, just works undercover yeah I just work undercover and that's yeah. what I do as opposed to being like well I'm gonna talk to him on the phone now like it's just because there's this whole thing like he's like I want a white man to do it and they're like okay well how's he gonna imitate your voice he's like what do you mean imitate my imitate my voice Wait. he's like well you know do I have to explain it he's like yeah I want you to explain to me why the I difference sound between yeah them. he's like well you know that's interesting and he says like you know us black people can speak jive and we can all speak the king's english like i'm bilingual in that like mm. i can do that perfectly fine and um sorry to bother you sorry yeah exactly <laughs> it, it did get those vibes when yeah. you picked up the phone yeah. um and then yeah and then so basically uh they have it's like fine whatever this sounds fine we'll just do some investigation mm. so then adam driver and uh fake steve buscemi code in <laughs> with uh ron and they start to learn about like what he hates and his like background and all these things and all his backstory that they made up for this Ron Stallworth character. Got it. And uh, it's actually kind of a nice scene because Adam Driver's like learning how to uh, speak kind of with a different inflection and like flow a little bit better with certain words. And it's it's a nice scene. And then mm-hmm. at the end, it reveals that Adam Driver is Jewish, yes. which is very important. Yes. Because they're going to go over the KKK and the KKK hates anything that's not just white men <laughs> so then that's true when they say a white person they specifically they really, say a non-jewish white person yeah that's something they're very specific they're very specific about, about that yeah. so um uh so then they go and they meet and adam driver was on the phone with like the president of the chapter mm-hmm. and he's the guy with the shaved head shaved head yeah, glasses. glasses yeah and this guy named, this game named Fe- felix know, felix picks him up yeah felix is a creep He's a humongous a creep. A huge creep. Yeah. And I'm surprised. Someone in KKK, a creepy uh, yeah, right. person? Whoa. <laughs> hold on. The other racist guy, a creepy person? Whoa. So this but creep from the this, KKK show. This up. is the part that I like and in, in, that I really like about this movie. is The, fact the racism that, characters. No, no, no. Honestly, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason is, is because Felix is gross and you see it right away. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is the president. David is, Duke. David Duke. No, not David. Oh, Duke. sorry. No, the, the president of the chapter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is actually like a really like nice, reasonable guy. You mm-hmm. know, like he, if besides the horrible racism part, he has manners. He's nice to people. Right. You know, it's like if you didn't know he was a horrible racist underneath, you'd be like, this guy's all right. I, I wrote down because eventually we meet David Duke, the guy who runs yes. the KKK, played by Topher Grace. Grace. Yep. I wrote down his character is fucking terrifying because yeah. it's it's a perfect amalgamation of like the banality of evil mm-hmm. like he has legitimized this awful point of view to himself and when he says these awful things he finds one a really clever way of masking his hatred and mm-hmm. making it sound like 
look, it's just my personal opinion. Yeah. You know, you don't have to, I don't, I don't hate black people. You know, that's what he would say to other people. And yeah. then obviously behind closed doors, he's like, I don't hate black people. They're just different is what he would say to other people. Yeah, yeah. They're worse, whatever. You know, that's what he says. They're and lesser in some they're way. They're lesser. And, or, or even try to try to legitimize that they're like, black people want to stay together too. I'm not against that. Like he finds clever ways of getting around making him sound like a yeah, monster. Yeah, because being a bigot is not... This is mentioned somewhere in the movie. I don't remember where I'm... But they say being a bigot is not cool anymore. Right, exactly. And so it's... it's I just, love this. That part was great. I it's love that. really cool. I love that. And it's subtle. It's just enough to be like, you understand it. But what I love about it is... I think I think one of the problems with movies like this... And I think, I think uh, 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 Spike Lee does a really good job of this... Is making a racist character look cool... Yeah, and that never happens. Yeah, they they are either very scary and off putting, or they are gross and creepy. See, that's what makes them more creepy. I agree. Is that you find them cool? I mean, find them cool, not cool, but like they (laughs) they come off as cool. You know, they they come off as collected. I don't think they come off as like attractive. I think there's a difference between the two. Yeah, oh, maybe I gotta look at myself a little differently. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so then so. It's like, well, who's this? This is Felix. You picked me up. He's like, get in my car. And he's like, I, can I just follow you? And he's like, no, we're going to go to the area and you got to get in my car. And it's a, it's a whole part of the whole initiation thing. He's like, okay. And he's like, cool. I'm really, I really hate black people. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I decided to join the clan. He's like, don't say the clan. The clan is old school. We're, we're the organization now. How do you think we last so long? Oh, that's interesting. He's like, oh, okay. He's mm-hmm. like, also, there's a black person following us. By the way, every time I say black person, he's saying something a hundred times worse. <laughs> just letting you know. Just letting you yeah, know. Yeah, these people are not being very politically correct. Not at all. But we are. <laughs> yep. Um, so then he's like, all right, see him? All right. pull, Reach under the seat. He's like, check out the shotgun. All right, I want you to load it, and we're going to have some fun. Oh, no. And he, it, Luckily, he has a wire on, so right. uh, he learns to not tail him as much. So Ron hears Ron this. is hearing this and yeah. doesn't tail him Because Ron, much. this is the other thing. Whenever uh, Philip goes in, Ron is usually very close, yes, listening in. in the wire, yes. Because yeah. yeah. he also wants to learn like what they're saying so he can also impersonate them. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and also so that Philip and Ron are on the same page. Yeah. Right. Um, so then he comes and finally meets the actual president at like, a bar. He meets this other guy named Travis. Is he a bigger guy? Yeah, he's a bigger guy. Oh, he's drunk. I never learned his name. No, okay. He's kind of important, but he's more just like a dumb He's just a dumb character. character. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, the the president is like, oh, I'm impressed, you know, and all this stuff. Uh, you know, I, I started hating black people when I was shot by one, and then uh, one of them raped my wife, and blah, 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 and all this awful stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, me too. I hate them too. <laughs> <laughs> Philip says that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then, uh, um, tr- oh no, Travis is the gross guy. Sorry. Oh, Felix. Sorry, Felix. Felix is gross. Felix Travis gross is, is fat. Is fat. Yeah. Is fat and, and also gross in his own way. They're both. Well, they're all not gross. Because, not because he's fat. Yeah, I guess they're all gross. <laughs> he's just drunk. Drunk. So there we go. Drunk and like just dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he was the first person I saw when I opened the movie. Up. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, Felix says like are you undercover you're sure asking a lot of questions about like what we do and stuff like that mm. he's like no no he's like come down this is why we can't get any new recruits is because you keep interrogating all of them right he's like mm. so then they bring him back and he's like so you signed up you can send it off to the organization you'll get your card and you can join us in all our fun festivities mm-hmm. and he's like don't worry we're a non-violent organization but then ivan comes up sorry i said ivan i don't try who's travis who's travis i don't know who travis, travis is. is creep man no that's uh felix 
Felix is a creep. I know. I, I don't know why I wrote Travis. Who's Travis? Travis might be the president's name, honestly. Okay. Anyway, whatever. The guy with the glasses. Matter. And the Ivan is the is the large guy, the large guy who just drunk all the time. Okay. Ivan says like, no, we're gonna make fireworks and it's gonna go boom. So it's like mm, I don't know. if They're all peaceful or whatever. Right. Well, they're inciting violence, is what they're doing. Exactly. Well, yeah. Which is what people were scared of mm-hmm. uh, that other guy doing. Yes. Yeah. So then. Um, uh, Sarge's like, are they capable of doing anything? Everyone's like, I don't know. But then uh, Ron's like, I think they might be. They they into that boom thing. It's yeah. kind of weird. And they're like, uh, <laughs> and also they're the they're just talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he talks to Patrice, and Patrice is like, keeps talking to, like they're having a date, and she's just like, uh, you know, something about pigs, and he's like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like calling them pigs. Let's. <laughs> 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 uh, she's like, well, what would you call them? People who kill black people? I'm like, well, I call them cops, you know. <laughs> and uh. Anyway, he's like, anyway, let's not always talk about politics. Because you ever not like think about that or talk about that stuff? He's mm-hmm. like, no, I always do. It's a lifelong thing. It's for life. It's, you know. Uh, and he's like, oh, cool. Here's his Afro pick as a gift. Let's just talk. Let's just have a good night and not just talk about stuff like that. Right. Uh, also, she says, are you a, are you a pig? And he's like, mm, no, no, of course not. So. <laughs> All right. There you go. So he lies to her. Yes, of course. Any Like any good relationship starts off with a good lie. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then um, Sarge is talking. He's like, oh, so the sergeant, which is not the chief. This is a sergeant mm-hmm. who they directly report to. And his, the chief is his boss. Has This is the part where the moment of the movie where it's a little bit where I'm just like, all right, you know, wink at the camera now. Mm-hmm. Because the Sarge is talking to about David Duke. He's like, okay, yeah. And he's like, so they think they're nonviolent because David Duke says it's not cool to be a bigot anymore. And he's he's the, he's the grand wizard right. of the KKK. He's, the, he's still around, David Duke. Is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. He uh. has a Twitter account. Oh, You can follow cool. him right now on Twitter. Oh, and he, God. Guess who his favorite president is. Oh, no. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Is they say... Yeah, uh, here it comes. He says... Uh, He's like David Duke has bigger aspirations, you know. He's he realizes that being a bigot's not cool. And what's cool is to get in off, get in politics, and start pushing his agenda through laws and uh, other agenda things and other things you do in politics. I don't remember the words. Um, <laughs> I was like, this is a weird thing for a man who works in the police department to say. <laughs> like laws, <laughs> yeah. policies, that's and the other that word. Stuff, yeah. all, that, all that boring bureaucratic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, get someone uh, to all these issues that spread your hate in a different way, mm. and. Ron says, what? No one would ever elect someone like David Duke as president. <laughs> and the officer, the Sarge says, look, that's ignorant. Coming from a, coming from a black man, that's pretty naive. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know. It's a little, what it's what a, are you saying? It's a little too on the nose for me. Who, you, who, who do you think they're talking about? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel like it's on the nose, but I don't know exactly where. I can't point to it. Just, just a guess. I'm trying to figure out what they're saying. Like they, they didn't just say elected official. Right. Like anyone elected the office, they said president. Yeah. He's like, because well, that would be insane, wouldn't it? That'd be nuts if that happened. Be crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so then, um, so then he goes to Felix's house. I'm sorry, Adam Driver does. Of course, she doesn't go. Right. And Felix's wife comes out and meets him and she's very bubbly and nice and it's just like oh i'm making yeah. crackers for the for the she's boys like angela lansbury yeah sort of like acting a yeah. Little bit. yeah um but she's not british no she's not yeah she's so and uh she's so so she, she thinks she's all sweet and also just the most she says more racist shit than almost anyone there and it's just it's like horrific and it's just like this lady's dangerous like uh, uh, oh she said like the, the cops pulled her over and like she attacked the cops or some bullshit and it's like complete bullshit it's not oh, real yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like she's dangerous we should silence her and it's just like oh like she's straight up inciting violence yeah yeah, um, yeah. and uh felix is like uh 
thanks bye and she's like you're gonna need me at some point it was very very mean about it Mm -hmm. so um then felix is like hey i'm driver come check out my gun dungeon and he goes and he goes to the gun dungeon and uh the the president of chapter chapter president follows Mm -hmm. and he keeps saying felix kept saying horrible anti-semitic shit the whole time because he's trying trying to get him to reveal he's a jew but why does he think he's jewish adam driver keeps just because he's white and probably has a big nose that's probably all he's basing it off of all right and there's no other reason the president (laughs) of the chapter is like he's fine just stop doing this you're scaring (laughs) away and uh this is this is kind of funny um he brings him into a like a basically locks him up and the president's like let him out of there and he's like no you're gonna do my jew lie detector test (laughs) he pulls him down there and he's like yeah you know what I think the biggest lie is the Holocaust. <laughs> and and he's like, and Adam Driver, was excellent undercover cop, just says, you're going to deny the Holocaust? How dare you? I think it was the greatest thing in the world. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> just, shit. It's just like, just, you have a problem? You just take care of it. Double down. And he's like, haven't you seen the pictures? And he's like, all oh, those pictures are fake. <laughs> he's like, let me see your, your Jew dick. <laughs> put it on there because you guys do horrible thing or things to your dick and it's just like good lord <laughs> that's about as racist as i'm gonna get with all this stuff but it's just like Whoa. holy shit yeah exactly and uh he's just like i'm not gonna and then at this point ron is like what the fuck i'm gonna stop this so yeah. he goes grabs a rock and just throws it at the house <laughs> and just runs away and gets in his car and then everyone of course immediately is like there's a black person throwing a thing in my house and all this stuff and he gets in the car and drives away right and felix pulls a gun and like points it at the car as he's driving away adam driver grabs the gun and just starts shooting at at the car oh like i'm not gonna take your jew test anymore and then puts it back or whatever and he's mm-hmm. like oh you're cool now anyway um so then comes back Sergeant's pissed. Shots fired. Adam Driver's like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Yeah, that's because dangerous. Because at this point, this guy had a gun pointed at me. By the way, I didn't mention that. He had a gun pointed at him. I assume that. Uh, and he <laughs> Bring says, somebody I, to a yeah. gun basement. That's going to happen at it's, some point. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to die. Um, I didn't want to die for this. Mm-hmm. And um, Ron's like, why aren't you pissed? Like, aren't you pissed about it? He's like, yeah, but I don't know what we're going to do. Like, they're clearly not killing anyone. They're just going to light some crosses on fire. Yeah. And he's like, this is your fight too. You're Jewish. Like, don't you know about it? He's like, yeah, but it's just, look, man, don't pull me into this in my politics. Like, you just do your thing. But I, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's just ignoring the politics of the situation mm-hmm, exactly. because that'd be too difficult for It'd him. Be too difficult and too hard. Yeah. Uh, so just then, like Ron did. Yeah. With Patrice. Yeah. In some ways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see. So then, um, he calls up. Um, who does Ron? Ron calls up David Duke, mm-hmm. and oh, calls up the sorry the organization because he's, he's taking a while to get his card, and he calls up and he actually is talking to David Duke himself. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get his membership processed, and he's like, "Oh, that's amazing! Like, I'm so glad you're joining us. I'll try to get it as soon as possible." He's like, "Yes, I got his number and all stuff. I'm gonna get my new my new pass, my KKK membership. So cool!" Yes. And then, um, uh. What's his face? The gross guy like drops his paper, makes him drops his papers. Felix? No, no. The uh, oh, cop, the other the bad, guy, the, the racist, cop, cop. the racist cop. Okay, okay, okay. And he uh, does that, and then he says, um, like he realizes, like, hey, talks to Adam Driver, like, do you know that guy? Does he is he the one who pulled over Patrice and everyone that one time? He's like, oh yeah, he uh, he did that. Uh, that's definitely he's been a bad cop the whole time. He's like, why haven't you guys talked to him? He's like, do you want to talk to the sergeant about it? Yeah, and he's like no not particularly it sounds like a lot of 
trouble. And he's like, well, you know, one bad cop, we don't write each other out because right or wrong, you stick together, we're family. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, hmm, reminds me of another group. Yeah. Um, now, some new guys at Target Practice, I don't know if they're going to play later, but they're watching Adam Driver shoot, um, that was the KKK Target Practice, not right. Police Target Practice. Yes. Um, Why would you mix those two up? What are you saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> they, they're just two guys that doesn't recognize, and Adam Driver is, of course, a great shot, even though he couldn't shoot that one time, which... Um, he wasn't suspicious oh he realizes that he wasn't really aiming at the at the car yeah, yeah i yeah, think yeah, travis yeah. does or whatever his name yeah. is gross man um felix felix god I don't know call him <laughs> travis. All mixed up uh felix says yeah and and then it's like revealed this is kind of weird it's like a weird dramatic shot where it's like ron comes and after they're all gone he comes and surveys the land and takes pictures and they're shooting at like shapes of black people running and it's just like really dramatic it's like I mean, yeah, it's gonna. They're gonna be doing something horrible like that. I don't know. To me, it was just kind of like it felt like overindulgent in oh, a weird yeah. way. Yeah. You know? Well, to you, it's just every Friday. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was mean. <laughs> oh, no, but man. you're like, oh, this is a little overindulgent. It, it's a, it's just a little bit like, yeah, they're racist. We get it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, they're, yeah. they've been they've been saying horrible things about you all the time. Of course, they're going to be shooting like targets of black people. I think the movie's trying to show the double standard of like the like what it takes for like a, a white person and a and a black person for like inciting violence. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to like the 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 black That's guy true. who goes to the college and has a talk conversation. It's like everyone gets sent undercover cops. Nervous. Get sent. Yeah. But the KKK, you have a good point. They have you know, complete have freedom and they're shooting at like fucking people that look like a certain kind of person. That's like, true. You're right. I think that's what this movie's trying to show is like, look how much leeway these people have. Yeah. And they're just walking free. All right. You, you convinced me. This I shot, think that's what it's fine. Is. Yeah. Shot's fine. I'm just too dumb to understand. No, it's okay. It. No, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so then, uh, <laughs> so then, yes. Uh, uh okay so then um he's talking to patrice patrice is like he talking about how bad cops are and how like you know all black exploitation movies at the time are like really cool but they're always like fake because they're showing a, a black cop being cool or whatever mm-hmm. and she's like you know you can't change he's like well, what if there's a cop from the like trying to change things from the inside she's like you can't change things from the inside because it's a racist system aesthetically mm-hmm. he's like okay well i'm gonna change the subject now <laughs> <laughs> and then uh randomly this is weird randomly Phoenix knocks on the door and opens real Ron's door and sees him and Patrice there. And he's like, oh, sorry. Wrong, wrong. No. He closes the door. Who was this? Phoenix. Who's Felix? Phoenix? Felix. Okay. <laughs> God dang it. Why did I write it so many different times? Phoenix. Phoenix. I was like, who's Phoenix? You Is there like a bird that's yeah. on fire? <laughs> sorry, wrong door. <laughs> I'll go back to dust I'm now. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Just go back to being dead. All right. Felix does that. Doesn't recognize him. Apologizes. Yes. Closes the door. Walks closes away. the door. Walks away. And I'm like, what the hell is that? That's so interesting. What happened was Adam Driver comes in the next day and Felix is like, hey, I you have a twin. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, I went to go to your house. I looked you up in the phone book. Oh, shit. And there was, a, there was a black guy living there. And also that lady who was on the news earlier, like, and whatever, He's like, oh, well, I'm unlisted, so yeah, I've had that guy. Right. I'm, I keep him around to you know, put off things on me or something, some racist shit he says to play it off. And he's like, oh, yeah, whatever, let's play poker. Oh, man, all this is starting to fall into place. Yeah. This good. movie's making a little more sense now. That's good. Well, good. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> so then uh, Ron gets his KKK card, and that's that's what, and he's like stoked about it. Got it. it. All right, so that's where I come in. Uh, so he gets the card. Everyone's super happy about that. And then um, 
uh, Adam Driver has this whole like aside where he's like, I am Jewish, but I wasn't raised Jewish. I was just another white kid. And he says like, I was passing. Like now thinking about it, I really was passing as like a white person. And yeah. I never really thought about having a heritage. And that's not really something, you know, you guys have the, the comfort of doing, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know. And maybe, I don't know, I kind of related to him there. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, I can pass as a white person, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I, but I'm not, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. It was like, maybe it's also that I look a bit like Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. <laughs> yeah. That also helps. But I'm like, I can kind of relate to that. Like, mm-hmm. I get, I, things get a little easier for me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a straight man who also can pass as white. And it's kind of nice having that luxury. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's just an interesting thing. And it I'm is an like, interesting dichotomy. Like, obviously, he can go straight into the KKK. But, yeah. you know, the guy who actually really wants to get at them can't. But it's interesting because all he needs to do is not tell a person that he's Jewish. Yeah. And he can pass. Yeah. And that even that is like... Being not true to yourself is, you know, is making you able to pass, you know, and like yep. having that fear of, of like bringing that some sort of thing out. I don't know. I thought that was just a very interesting thing. It's a thing that, that I was not expecting this movie to do is like. Well, Green Book did it, you know, like, fuck you know, off. He- <laughs> fuck off, man. All right. So, uh, blah, 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 blah. Fear tactics. KKK has put up posters to scare black people. Uh, then we see Travis. Big guy. Fat guy. Is that Travis? Yeah, sure. No. No, it isn't. No. No. What's his name? Let me get it. Uh, Travis is the guy that runs it. Uh, He's like a short name. Anton. A- Anton. Fuck. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, my God. Toto. A, Toto. I'm just trying to look for the part where he appears. Who cares? That I'll, guy. I'll get it. He's going over the finer points of cross burning with Adam Driver. And uh, Adam Driver is barely listening. And he starts like playing the info that he was not in Nam. And we hear like a radio with David Duke on the radio talking about... Um, He's like, he starts talking about like nationalism. Why nationalism? Ivan. Ivan. Ivan was saying this. And so what we're showing is that Ron is hearing all these conversations, then planning the cross burnings. So what they're doing is stopping cross burnings from happening. I don't know if you went into that, but that's basically what they're doing Mm -hmm. is that their job is to cut down the cross burnings. Like they're not really there to like arrest David Duke or anything like that. They're only there to stop the violence from happening. Hmm. See what I mean? Mm. Um, so that happens. Racism is fine as long as nobody gets auto- is actually killed. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. That's yeah. that's America for you. Yeah. So um, and there's uh, David Duke talking about white nationalism and stuff. And um, it was again, it's just like, boy, this is something that I've heard. Ha- like it's it's weird hearing these things being said in this movie that is taking place in a time period. And it's just like, holy shit, I've heard people fucking post this on Twitter. I know. Days. Right. You know, yeah. it's very, creepy. almost cause oh, that guy's on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. David Duke is on Twitter. That's true. Uh, so, uh, uh what's it? Guy listening to David Duke follows blackly. That's not important. A lot of people think, Oh, right. David Duke says this. A lot of people think I have black people. I don't, I just think they need to be with their own kind. And I wrote down that uh, Topher Grace is killing it. Banality of evil is really great. Ron is on the phone with him. And he's telling a story about how his fictional father was racist and how he wouldn't allow him to play with a black person. And then David Duke says, we need more people like him in our country to achieve its greatness again. And that's the little wink, the little wink and a nod that we were hearing before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, people, yeah, that, that line was said many times. Though. Yes, very much so. Uh, Duke says that he can tell Ron is white by how he talks. He says, you sound white. And he says that black people sound different. And he sound he like makes it sound like what he thinks a black person sounds like. His chief said exactly. Hmm. It's inherent, and uh, and then he uh, and it's 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 just funny too because I, I read up a little bit of history. Uh, so Ron's kind of putting on a white voice mm-hmm. on the phone. He didn't do that apparently back in the day. He just sounded like how he normally sounded. He didn't put a voice on. Interesting. When he was on the phone, and I think that is a little more interesting than him putting a voice on because it's like he 
just sounds like a person. Like, he didn't change his name. He didn't change his voice. He's just being him. And David Duke doesn't know the difference. Like, you know what I mean? That is a little more interesting. That's a little more interesting to me. Anyway, hmm. so um, David Duke's like, hey, I want to meet up with you soon. So I guess there, there's this big clan meeting that's going to be happening, and they're going to meet up eventually. Guy talks on phone, talks to Ron, says he needs to take over the clan. Oh, right. Travis is on the phone talking to Ron, saying, hey, Ron, we need to take over the clan. Uh, all these people, we're, we're going to take it over. I think everyone's going to like you. Felix invites Ron to his place, shows off his guns again. He gives <laughs> Ron a gun. Uh, Felix and his what wife. What racist thing did he call it? Uh, the gun? He didn't give it a name. Ah. Oh, or he, was he naming guns yeah. racist things? Yeah. Yikes. Uh, then we get a shot. Oh, it's so sweet. It was Felix and his wife, and they're just saying the most racist things in bed. And it's just so cute, these Aww. two. These these two lovebirds. So uh, Ron meets up at the FBI. This is one of the moments where I'm just like, technically this movie is not, like this part was really weird. I'll show it to you later, where they cut on a line and rather than like edit the line together between the two cuts, they just two took two different edits. It's very weird. Mm. It kind of bumped me out of the. I would movie say a the bit. editing of this movie is kind of bad. It's a little bad because it's like there's so many times where it's just few people talking, and I'm like, I want to sit on one of these scenes. S- yeah, but they keep but cutting it's just around. Kept cutting around, like woo, yeah. like it just couldn't stop cutting, and, I was and just like, this Chill is out. one of those moments. But they did the cut poorly and it's very weird to kind of come out of it. But uh, he mentions the FBI man mentions that there's two members of the KKK that work for NORAD and he warns them that he's gotten stirs of mm. violence that the KKK is planning. Those people that work for NORAD have access to weaponry, including C4. I bet that's like that those guys I saw at the shooting range or whatever. With like glasses. Is there so. a guy with glasses? They're just older. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he, uh, so Anyway, Ron shows up, tells Patrice not to go to the protest because the KKK is planning to attack them, and he eventually tells her that he's a cop and Patrice is upset, and that's the end of that scene. Okay. Right. So then uh, the cops show up. uh, Sorry. uh, Ron's back at the uh, police station, and one of the cops comes up to Ron, and he says, hey, there's been threats against David Duke's life, so Ron, you need to be part of a security detail. And everyone is like, why? That's ridiculous why should he be part of the security detail yeah and i don't know like i legitimately don't know why that happens at one point uh lander's the racist cop like there's so many other people who could anybody why does he have to do it and so lander's the racist cop that we mentioned earlier he is a humongous racist to ron and uh ron's boss says that if he gets if if lander's gets to ron so easily he has no chance with duke and i'm like take him off the job yeah like like, yeah not do it he's doing shit so um felix's wife is told how to plant C4. Okay. So that's what she's going to be doing. She's oh. going to go to the Blackstone Union. She's going to plant the C4, and then it's that's the boom. Up. That's the boom exactly. So Adam Driver meets up with David Duke, Felix, and the fat. Oh, and Ron shows up too. And the fat guy and Felix both threaten Ron, and they're like they're standing next to him, and they're like, "You better not move." Blah blah blah. blah Which blah. Ron? Ron, Ron, real Ron, real Ron. Okay. So now double we're just, we're just going with Adam Driver and Got Ron it. at this I'm point. Just making sure. Totally understand. So. We see two scenes mesh together. Mm. And this scene was, this whole scene was very interesting to me because, in the hands of a weaker director, I think it would be saying something very monstrous and awful. But in the hands of, of, experienced director, of an experienced Spike director, Lee. Spike Lee, who also has a nuance to the situation, it actually kind of it, it made a point that I haven't seen other movies make as well. So we have a scene with the Black Student Union mm-hmm. and a scene with the KKK. Yep. And we see them both next to each other. Uh, one where they keep cutting back and forth. So we see the KKK scene where it's creepy and calm and we see them saluting uh, white power and we see them basically like an initiation. Mm-hmm. Hugging uh, the Confederate flag. Right, exactly. And then... Kissing their MAGA hats. I mean, what? I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean anything. What did I say? Sorry, continue. Look into the camera, right, OG. Oh, wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> so, but all this is happening, 
we have Mr. Harry Belafonte. Uh, you know who Harry Belafonte is? I did not. You don't know who Harry Belafonte is? No, I'm sorry. Please educate me. He was a Calypso singer. Uh, he sang Deo, Deo. Oh, okay. I come. I've heard he's, that song. He's also... You've heard that song, right? I have heard right, that song. You, you've watched Beetlejuice. Uh, he, he's also a humongous uh, civil rights activist. And okay. like, he's just an amazing person. Okay, so cool. they've casted him as this old man to tell a story about a real kid whose name I believe is Jesse Washington. Mm-hmm. He was one of the last horrible lynchings to happen in America. It happened in Waco, Texas. And he tells the story of Jesse. He was a black guy, a black kid who, like a kid who had like mental disabilities and he was horribly lynched and they burnt him. They cut his genitals off. It was a kangaroo court and everyone thought they were doing justice. And they show pictures that were taken of the day of his body all burnt up. And mm-hmm. they just see like crowds of people all cheering and they they would take these photos and they would sell them as like uh, postcards. And he mentions um, that as all this was happening, they showed um, uh, Birth of a Nation, which was... Yeah, that, they did show clips of that. Earlier. Right. Uh, they show that infamous movie at the White House and Woodrow Wilson would go on to say that Birth of a Nation was history written with lightning, mm-hmm. um, which I looked up. There is that quote is real. Mm-hmm. That's I something he it. really said. Uh, Woodrow Wilson was a humongous racist. Um, and so we see these two scenes cut next to each other. And I'm like, okay, what is this saying? Now, mm-hmm. I think in the hands of a weaker director, they would be like, and then they even have a scene later on where the Klan is saluting white power, and then the BSU, the Black Student Union, is saluting black power. Mm. And it's like, okay, so if this was in the hands of a weaker director, be it like, would be like, sides. look at how, right, yeah. there's both sides, they're both bad. But in the hands of Spike Lee, it shows that the white power is driven from the hate of black people. That's all it's built on is just hating black people. Mm-hmm. Cause later on, they even have a scene where they watch birth of a nation. They're laughing and they're like joking about it. They're like throwing popcorn at it and stuff. No, oh, the BSU. No, Oh no, the, the clan they're watching okay. it and they're loving it. Loving they're it. Okay. eating it up. I thought um, they're like hate watch. I thought the BSU no, no. might have been hate watching they're it throwing, or something. They're throwing popcorn at like the black people oh, in the movie, okay. which most of them are white people in white face or black face too. Yeah, so it's that's like, what I saw. They like, showed all these like racist characters. I'm like, this is yeah, you know, most of them are now senators, and mm. so. <laughs> but it's like what they're showing is that the Klan's whole ideology is based off the hate of black people, yeah. whereas the BSU is based off the love of people. Mm-hmm. the love of black people it's not based off of the hate of anybody like yeah. never once in this whole no, monologue mm-hmm. is like white people all white people are awful it's like black people should be loved and respected and like helped as much as they possibly can because mm-hmm. it is a dangerous fucking world out there yeah it's like, working against them it's working against them especially when you have this organization run just there for hate yeah. exactly so that was amazing now here's one other thing i love about this scene so as all this is happening, the Jesse Washington story, I looked into this. All of it is real. None of it has been changed. None of it has been... Uh, the rest of the movie is. The rest of the movie, the time period this movie takes place doesn't take place in the same time period oh, really? in real life. They changed the year because they wanted it to look like black exploitation. This one part is true. This one part is absolutely true. It's important to note the level of detail and historical accuracy present in this scene because this is the heart of the movie. This is what they're getting at. And that line later of Woodrow Wilson saying history written with lightning is what the rest of this movie is. This whole movie is built around the kernel of truth that black people have systematically historically been hunted down Mm -hmm. and and lynched. And even today we have people with political power Mm -hmm. constantly threatening to lynch people 
and you know like that is that is a thing that oh no happens. no 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 that wasn't them right? they didn't say that oh, no, no, yeah. no 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 <laughs> that wasn't me I didn't say that I want you to pass this thing that doesn't uh, you know, just pass this law real quick <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's what I love about this movie is it's not trying to be historically accurate it's trying to write history with lightning it's trying to get people excited and around the true kernel of truth that's happening to the point where they got a real person to tell the story Harry Belafonte they got like a real actual person to tell this real story I loved this scene this is what I wanted. It sounds good. It was amazing. This I was watching this. I'm like, this is what Vice should have been doing. God damn it. Or Green Book. <laughs> or Green Book or any of them. So anyway, so that happens. Duke and the KKK are chaining America first. Again. Mm. Uh, Felix and Duke shake hands. Uh, and they tap fingers on their wrist. I don't know why they did that. That wasn't important. And then one of the clan recognizes Adam Driver as a cop and a Jewish person. And Felix hears all this. And he starts figuring out the whole plan that Philip is actually Ron or that Philip isn't Ron, Ron, uh, this black guy must be in on it, figures the whole thing out. And so he's like, oh, I'm going to totally like muckrake this whole thing. But all that gets sidetracked when um, Ron um, tells, uh, he he warns uh, uh, Patrice about the whole bomb scare thing. So when uh, Felix's wife shows up, there's cops everywhere and she can't plant the C4. Mm. So plan B occurs where all of the uh, group, Felix and uh, the fat guy and all of them, they're going to go, they're going to leave, and they're going to destroy a bomb, and the bomb is going to be placed in Patrice's house. Oh, shit. They're, that's that's what, much worse. That's much worse. That's not, I mean, it's bad, but like killing a bunch of people is also really bad, too. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's, but, now, but now it's like, but see, what's interesting about this is it's like, oh, now we have someone to focus the There we on. go. That's what I like about the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Clearly... The character of Adam Driver is an amalgamation of different people, yeah. but it's important that you make him Jewish and it's important that you put this into the role of the film because it makes the movie a little bit more interesting mm-hmm. and a lot more like dramatic. Like there's an actual drama to it. Patrice, not a real person. No. She's an amalgamation of people. That is not she's not a historically accurate person at all. But including her in the movie makes us care about these characters, makes us give a shit. And that's important to understand is if you're going to make these changes to history, it better be for the betterment of the film. So anyway, they put the C4 in. She tries to put the C4 in the mailbox. Doesn't work because the mailbox is too small. So she puts it in um, uh, Patrice under Patrice's car. And everyone's now rushing to Patrice's house. We see Ron going to Patrice's house to save her. We see the KKK members going to Patrice's house to blow it up. And then we also see... uh, uh, Adam Driver sees them leaving the KKK group and then he goes to uh, try to figure out, like stop them basically. So everyone's heading there and there's this whole amazing scene where everyone's heading there, everyone's heading there and then the, uh, um, so, uh, so uh-huh. sorry, there's a That's lot okay. of stuff happening. I know. Felix's okay, wife plants the bomb, the C4 and then runs. Got it. Ron shows up first, tackles Patrice, asks where the bomb is and then actual, and then, then uh, other cops show up and they immediately start arresting Ron because he's a black man. Mm. He's uh, and and Patrice is lying. She's saying, "Oh, he was trying to rape me." Oh, he's just. Yeah, and yeah. then she starts running away. And then uh, the KKK members show up, Felix and all them. They're in the car, and then they blow up the C four. But they are parked next because they thought the bomb was in the house, so they park next to Patrice's car, oh. and they get blown up. All right. And then we see Ron show up. He say, or we sorry, we see uh, Adam Driver show up. He saves Ron by throwing uh, the. Uh, uh, he's like, he's a cop. I'm a cop. Let him go, and everyone's okay except for the racist people. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah, and it's all okay. So 
Patrice and Ron are hanging out at a bar later, and everyone's like having a good time. And then Landers, the racist cop, shows up, and he starts threatening Ron. He says, with my power, I can do whatever I want, and no one's going to question me about it. Mm. And then Ron's like, and then and Landers is like, do you hear that? And then Ron's like, yeah, I heard that. Did you hear that? And then Adam Driver is behind him. He goes, oh, I heard that. Did everyone else hear that? And they have little wires on them. And oh. so then they erase, they, they arrest Landers. Nice. And so, yeah, so it's great. Um, but it just goes to show that, like, no one probably would have believed him. No. It probably would have gone on if, if it wasn't for this uh, And everyone evidence. knew it. Yeah, exactly. Everyone was aware. You just have to have just enough. Exactly. You have to have, for some reason, with when it comes to situational abuse, you have to have physical proof. Yeah, but otherwise, you know what? Sometimes physical proof doesn't even work. No, sometimes. exactly. <laughs> sometimes, exactly. So, uh, the, 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 I think I wrote, I wrote the, the, sh- the, the chef, but I meant the, the chief. Chef. <laughs> Get Come in on, here, I'm it's wrong! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you burn the fucking risotto! <laughs> the chief brings them all in there, and he says, hey, this is all great. You've, there have been no cross burnings, but... <laughs> Finally! But due to the budget cuts and lack of credible threats, we are shutting down your operation. And then he asks Ron to destroy all the evidence of the investigation because it will eventually lead to... Some people getting in trouble that are part of the like part of the oh no yeah, exactly mm. so he starts doing it he starts ripping it all apart, apart but then he eventually gets a call from David Duke on the phone he keeps all of the pieces together and then he answers the phone to David Duke and he's on the phone with him and he tells him that he was a black guy the whole time and David Duke is like what and so then Ron and Patrice go home they're talking about Ron's job and what it means to be a cop. And, you know, is it is it for black liberation or not? And it's like a really interesting like conversation between these two people. And it's clear that he's just going to keep all the evidence and he's going to eventually write a book, which will he will, which yeah. is going to be the book Black Klansman. And then all of a sudden they hear a knock on the door, just like earlier when oh, they heard no. the knock on the door with Felix. Oh, no. And they all get scared. And then they pull the gun. And there's this like really weird shot where they have the guns and they're like they're pointing at the camera and they're like hovering towards the camera it's black exploitation style and then they see the window uh-huh. and off in the distance of the window they see uh, uh, a cross on fire and we go through the window and we see the cross on fire and we see a group of people dressed up in KKK regalia and they're they're all faceless and they all look really young as if to say that in the future it will come back with a vengeance Ooh. and then we get my favorite part of the whole movie oh, no. footage of Charlottesville. Oh no. And it is eerie how similar the violence and the screaming are mm-hmm. as in this movie. And then we have Trump saying the very fine both sides bullshit that he uh, pulled after Charlottesville. Yeah. And then they show actual footage of David Duke at the Charlottesville riots rallies. Good Lord. Using Trump as a safeguard for his hatred. Uh-huh. He's like, just like what Trump said, you know, he's, it's showing that, like, he's using Trump as a – like, he's the president and he's able to use the words of the president in his in, – to help him, you know? Yeah. So even if you were stupidly wanting to say, well, Trump isn't a racist, you can say, well, look at the people who are racist using the words of his. Yep. You know, already you have to admit that he is a racist. But if you're going to say he isn't, you have to at least see that these racists are sure able to use the words that Trump is saying to their benefit. Yeah. Um. And so then they show a memorial for Heather Hare, the woman that got run over by the car mm-hmm. at Charlottesville. And then um, uh, they um, show the image of an upside down flag. And then it turns black and white. And then the credits start rolling. And that's the end of the movie. Oof. Yeah. It is, so I kind of, I take it is ba- rough. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a happy, uplifting end. I was going to say, like, I was like, this movie's got a pretty all right ending. It's, it's like everything's coming up. Everything's all good. But Part you know what? It isn't because we're living through what we're living yeah. through right now. Also, um, I, the president thing line, still a little bit heavy handed, but it makes it a little bit better knowing the ending context. I got it. Right. 
Totally. But that's what I'm saying is like, that's why they show the Civil War. Like, that's why they're showing these moments yeah. in, in America where the KKK's, like, the KKK members are starting to, like, rise up again. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. It's like, okay, segregation, you know, ended. Like, they're showing that pivotal moment Alec Baldwin comes out and is right. like, well, you know, we still can't have this and here's how we do this sort of thing. And it sounds like he's, it's, I didn't mention this, but he's like repeating his words a lot and like screwing it up. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he's trying to learn a new way of communicating. Right. And that totally. makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. We see hate changing over time. It evolves in a different, different and, style. Clear, and it's that, right. Exactly. It's like they're changing it just enough so it doesn't look like how it was. Mm-hmm. And that's something that happens. Like the whole dog whistle thing is very yeah. much something that And it's happens. very much like, well, you know, it's not as bad as it used to be. Look what they did. They did it openly. And exactly. it's like now they just do it with policies and agendas and things like that exactly those people of the power tower the power of voodoo um (laughs) and yeah and again i'm looking at this movie i'm like hey you know what else what other movie ended with like a flash of all the imagery of what we have to live with now vice but that shit was awful (laughs) yep it did it very poorly and it didn't connect those ties and it wasn't thematically like like linked this movie did such a better job of doing that and it just felt oh Oh my god, it felt so good. Like it felt so good to see a competent like director putting a little like thing together and it like it just felt like a whole piece of a thing. Like it felt like everything nothing was wasted. Yeah, like even those parts where I was like that seems dumb. It's like I came back um it's thematically there. It all it all it all made sense. Yeah. Should, should we break off and do like a little thing? It's, I don't know. I it's don't, up to I, you. I don't think there's anything we could really fill in, but I don't know. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Back. Whoa! Holy moly! All right, what are you gonna say? Nothing. I don't have anything. You there's got nothing. Not, there's like really nothing. The only thing I could really um, find was the fact that the bomb threat, bomb plot, was also not accurate. But the beginning part was the bomb part was accurate. It just wasn't part of the story. It wasn't part of the story. It, like, it, it actually it was, did it was inspired by a, another bomb thing. But right. That wasn't. Yeah. That uh, was it. So I got an interesting thing here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. Where is it? Where is it? Okay. So, the uh, main actor mm-hmm. who plays Ron revealed that right before his character's post KKK gun shooting scene was filmed, the one where they're sh- at the shooting range mm-hmm. and like shooting the shapes that look like black people, director Spike Lee told him that the targets depicting black men running were not props and they were purchased on the internet. <laughs> they were not made for the movie. There's something that you can just buy on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know they have a bunch of targets, like all different types of things. Yeah, uh, I remember seeing. Creepy? I remember going to a shooting range once and seeing an Obama one, and I was like, "Oh, to yeah. buy!" And I was like, Ooh. "Yeah, that that messed that up." Was once. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I didn't yeah. see him shooting at him, but I did see it like up on the wall. Like, yeah, well, people buy that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm here to make money. I remember this is. It's kind of related, but not really. But I was at the. Uh, <laughs> I was at the. Um, what was it? I was I, I I was going I was doing like a road trip in the in like in like Nevada and all those places mm-hmm. and we'd always go off to the side of the road. Me and Phelan would go off to the side of the road and like cool, check out cool whatever like side of the road things there were. And whenever we'd go in there, there would always be like weirdly racist stuff. Like I remember yeah. in one of them was like a T-shirt of a Native American guy, and it said on it said on it it says the last time the U.S. government took guns away or something like that. What the fuck? And it's just like. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I know what you're saying. I it's, know you're saying. They just they. <laughs> but it's also like I feel like those... you would have gladly taken guns away from them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like every 
road stop always has like, all right, here's some super problematic paraphernalia you can yeah. buy if you want. Yeah. Because there are people who loved it. It's, it's true. Nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. And if people do co- show up and say they're offense, they're offended. Like, the thing, oh, like, you're snowflake. I walked in. And I was like, I'm not offended. I'm just like kind of surprised it's there. Like, yeah. It's like, kind of cool. Like weird. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you sell that. I mean, uh, or, yeah. Wow. It, yeah. Oh, do you get a lot of call for this kind of stuff? Yeah. That sign stuff is. Oof. Yeah, man, it's pretty rough. But uh, yeah, it's uh, but yeah, there's not much. It's not much. I think we missed. I think nope. uh, I think we were all pretty. I, I mean, I did a lot of. Uh, you so did I was so lot, impressed with the film. Yeah, I was looking at it later. Uh, so yeah, after, I was hoping. You, I'm glad you did a lot of research because I was like, oh, boy, I can't wait to look this up and figure out what was real, and what was not. But then you just kind of told me. It's all, all pretty. So. Yeah, it's all pretty. Pretty but whatever clear. the message is good i think again i think it still is a little bit on the nose in certain parts and i yeah. think the acting isn't that great mm-hmm. at the time and um the acting from like yeah the main guy is just kind of weak a little bit when it comes to like the yeah. intense moments and um what else was weak the editing was bad but besides editing that a little weird, i yeah. think the script was fantastic i mm-hmm. think the way uh i think there was a lot of directorial decisions that were very strong yeah it's a very um, effective film yeah yeah and it, i was entertained the entire time Me it, too. it flew by real quick i it did I, uh, remember, I was shocked. Yeah, you can tell the movie's good when I don't have to. A lot of times I'm like looking at the time code, like, all right, all right, all right, mm-hmm. when's it gonna happen? This time I was like, oh, I'm already almost done. Cool. That's yeah. I was, was very nice. Yeah, it was like surprises started like ramping up to the end. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I this is definitely one of the better ones we've seen. Mm. What is it? We've seen five movies oh, for. Well. Yeah, this is the fifth one we've seen, this right? This is the fifth one for the and podcast. the last two were the only good ones yep. I liked. The only good ones. Yeah, yeah. But, um, oh, well. I mean, now now we have a pretty good understanding of uh, the Oscar movies. Yep. So, uh, mm. yeah, guys. Uh, I think we're going to do a separate episode where we talk about all the Oscar movies and we discuss like... What yeah, like we did last year. Just a little bonus pod for you guys. So, if you guys want to listen to that episode, uh, you can find them on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, even if it isn't historically accurate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like saying this podcast is bad, it's objectively good. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Five stars for sure. Yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, if you want to get a hold of us in any other way, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram, and you can find us on Twitter, and you can email us at email at theotherfpodcast.com. Now that we are all done with Oscar movies, we're going to get back into just doing whatever we want. Finally. So Thank you, God. Thank Don't God. tell us to do Academy. <laughs> get out of here. This thing we totally chose to do on our own. Yeah. But, you know. It's a thing. We locked ourselves in. It's a good thing because now that the uh, the Academy Awards are coming up, it's like we're going to have like a pretty good understanding of the movies. A good cynical them. understanding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. But we'll that's, talk about that later. That's for the next podcast. But, uh, uh, yeah, until then, guys, uh, uh, what did you guys think? What what was your favorite Oscar movie? Yeah, this send year? some of those in the email. And if there's fun. any movies you thought should have been nominated and weren't, and there's a lot of them, please send them to us. Yeah. But until then, guys, hopefully the movie you want to win for the Oscars is one. And uh, if it isn't, then, you know. This comes out before the Oscars, so. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll just see. say. Just hope. We'll hope. But yeah. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We all know what the Award best movie this stupid. was this year. What? We all know what it was. Hmm. Uh, oh, man. I don't even know. In the Spider-Verse. I don't know. In the Spider-Verse. <laughs> That's great. Oh, good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs>